This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps to listen to is always appreciated. Being alone sometimes can be hard. And with being an introvert, we already do that a lot as it is. And certain times now, that kind of happens to everyone. We're stuck at home more. We're not doing as much out with people. And so we can get stuck in overthinking. And I know a lot of introverts, we have that problem. But there's other people with different anxieties, different just things out there going on that we overthink. And I kind of want to help people work through overthinking. Because there's a lot of different things you can do that can help you kind of stop the process. Because part of the problem too, when people do overthinking, they let it happen partially because they confuse it with problem solving. That somehow you going over something over and over and over again. And if this went differently, if I said that, or if I prepared differently, in all these different scenarios or thoughts in your head, somehow will fix what's going on in your head or what the problem is. And the problem is that some of these things that you're overthinking can't be fixed. There's nothing you can actually do about it because it's in the past. Or it's something that you can't do something about now because it's too far in the future or has something to do with other people or a hundred other different things. So we need to find ways to work through them because yes, you can stop it, but you can't completely stop it for yourself. That's just kind of a personality thing. It's something you do. You can make it so it doesn't take over your life and it doesn't actually ruin your day, take all your energy and not let you be whoever you want to be or do what you want to do because you're just stuck in these loops. The first one is, of course, with anything out there, awareness. Awareness of when you're overthinking. And it can start kind of like softly, a little quietly of where you kind of think of something and it's like one thought or something that kind of pops in your head. Like you did something wrong in a conversation with a friend. And then you think about something or do something and just kind of pops in your head of like, oh, I did that thing. That was bad. And sometimes you can kind of move on, but the feeling's still there. And so within an hour or so, you're thinking about it again. You're rehashing of what happened, of like where it went wrong and stuff like that. And so the part, the point is having the awareness of like, I had that thought. I need to not keep going with it. There needs to be the idea of you can't do anything about this ever or right, right now. And the awareness is part, part of the problem because it's so sneaky because you're used to doing it all the time. And it feels productive in a way because you're you're thinking you're doing something right, whether it is punching yourself for some doing something wrong or preparing yourself for something else that could happen bad and thinking you're doing like the right thing. Number two that you can do is to think about what can go right, whether something in the past of you can do a better job. In the next time you hang out with this person or the next interview that you do or the next time a situation comes up, you can think of like, okay, I'm not now I know what not to do. Here are the ways I can do it right now. When it comes to an interview, be prepared, more prepared about what the company is about, of what possible questions they could ask you. Look up actual 
questions that a lot of people in interviews ask. Um, when it comes to like friendship, like start looking up of like, hey, what are some good things that I can do? Um, what are some things that I know I can be helpful for them? What are some good things in the re- relationship that I am good at being a friend? And that can help stop the loop, especially when you're thinking about the future of like, oh, this can go wrong. I'm not going to get that job across seas that I really wanted. It's a good promotion. It's good money. But all these different things can go wrong. I'm like, you can think it goes go right. It's not that hard to get your passport. If you have plenty of time, okay, start the process now. Make sure you have the money. Look up what you need for regulations. Look up what you can figure out on housing. Talk to the company that's sending you there. They usually have all this information about what do you actually need? What they're actually going to give you? What do you need to do on your end? And that gives you the list. That's ways of things that can go right. And the point is, for these things in the future, is that it should be hopeful because you're. it's something you want in the future, usually. Now, if it's something where you're not looking forward to a conversation you have to have because it's like an intervention or something like that. Yeah. But the point is, is something that you don't really want to do is that you have to do it. And the good point is of just getting it out of the way, airing what needs to be aired out, um, hoping the other person takes it well, does better in their life, or to give you closure. That can literally just be what you need. Is that you need to say something to someone that you don't want to, you know it's going to hurt you and them, but you need to say it. That's kind of the point of it because you need to let it out and it needs to be said because it is important. Number three, and I know some people really don't think this is a good option, but to distract yourself. Like I'm not talking about just ignoring the problem completely and it's like, oh, nothing's going to ever, nothing's going to bad happen. And then when it finally comes up again, you're like, oh shit, I did it again. Like that's part of the awareness of it. But the distraction is maybe take a nap. Or actually sleep on it, because then you can actually have the time to come back come back to it and actually have a clear head. Because especially when it's been recent of something that happened and it's going through your head over and over again, you're going to distort it because your emotions are high. You're going to feel awful about it. And so that'll make you feel like things are just more worse than they actually are. Whether that conversation was as bad as you think it was. Or your tone was just as bad because in your head you felt like, oh, that was just so harsh. Or you are like you start fear, like getting kind of extreme in your thoughts and your what you say to yourself. Like we have that really really bad interview. Now you just think, well, I'm never going to get a job in what in the industry that I want. I suck at this. Those are extreme things. Like just because you had one bad interview doesn't mean you'll never get a job ever. That somehow these people now telepathically know to all hiring people that you were awful at this because of one answer you said. One thing too, just because it was a ba- you felt it was a bad interview, you don't know the answer. They didn't, unless they actually tell you right then and there, like, yeah, we're not going to hire you. Please get out the building now before we call security. There is still a chance. They may call you back for a second interview to ask some extra questions because they're just, they're not sure. They they do understand that you are nervous and that you do know what you're doing because you wouldn't, they wouldn't have interviewed if they didn't seem qualified. Or if you have 
Like if you have something kind of coming up, sometimes not circling it in your head over and over again won't give you the anxiety. It won't let you th- overthink things. Because part of the overthinking is that you start planning other ideas, when, especially when it comes to like events coming up or conversations. You start thinking of like, well, I can say this and I can say that instead of actually being in the moment. Or we're like, well, I'm gonna, I have to go to this wedding and I got to figure out this thing just in case someone else has, doesn't do the speech. I got to do a speech. Why the hell are you going to waste your time creating a speech for something that has nothing to do with you? Or you have to figure out how you're going to say, what you're going to say in different conversations instead of actually reacting to what the people actually say. You just start saying shit that has nothing to do with the conversation. That doesn't help you at all. And the distraction is like, yeah, go watch your favorite TV show. Go read a book. I say journal, but sometimes that kind of helps push you further into the overthinking because you're like, well, I have to get this out of my head just so I can move on again. But the problem is you can't really do that because you're still talking about it in your head and now you're writing it. Like, go do a hobby. Go for a walk. Something that seriously distracts you. Like, for me, I am always big on taking a nap or going to sleep completely because I want, like, a chunk of time to pass where I don't have to think about it at all. And that pretty much you can't really think when you're not awake. The next one is set a specific time to worry. Like literally put up timer. And this really helps, I think, right after it happens. And then when you have time, like two, three days after something happens or when you're really thinking about it, like give yourself 5, 10, 15 30 minutes. Don't give yourself like an hour. Don't give yourself a whole afternoon. But literally have the time and set an alarm. So you're not like, well, I'll just take about 10 minutes and you got to go into your spiral. And then next you look up like, oh shit, it's been like 45 minutes. And I spiraled into this shit and I made up all these different scenarios that have nothing to do with anything and does not help you at all. Have an actual timer so you know you can start on it and then you have an end. But then you can let your mind completely go of like this is awful things you said have done these are all the things that could happen these are the people think about you oh my god I just I can't I'll never have friends again I'll just lose them all because what I said bad in that conversation now she'll just go on to all my other friends and they'll believe her that I'm a horrible person and then I'll lose all my friends and then because that karma I'll just never make friends again like go ahead be as ridiculous as you can because not letting it go like it's kind of the weird thing that you're not supposed to overthink but if you don't actually think it through it can stay there like sometimes when you have like that song stuck in your head for me I literally I never get the full song I always get parts of the song until I can actually hear the song or play it in my head from getting the end I almost can never get it out and so giving your time without interruption, without judgment, without any preconceived notions of what's supposed to come out of it, it may not be able to get out of your head. Like, you need to kind of just dump it out. Like, you need to just throw it all out and let that shit just release because you don't want it to build in there. But you also don't want it to run completely wild and out of control. So having that set parameter kind of gives you Gives you as much as you need without taking over. And the last one is number five. Is kind of what I've been partially talking about. And 
um, for part of things. It's that you can't predict the future. Just because you had one bad interview, one bad conversation with a friend, one bad interaction, one bad thing about traveling, doesn't mean that every other instance of those things is going to be bad. You're supposed to learn from what went wrong. Like you said something really wrong to a friend and hurtful. Now you know like that's in you for one. Two, like maybe you don't need a drink. Maybe you need to not be around this friend for that long. Or maybe you need to have that conver- a different conversation with them because it's underlying something else. And the next interaction you have with them may not be as bad. Maybe you now can be honest. The same with, again, the interview. Next time you know that you can have a better idea of what questions are going to be, what the process is. Like the next time you have, like you go out traveling, you know which countries or which places to look for if you actually need to get a visa, what places seem more actually interesting for you and not a waste of money, what actually feels safer to be at. Like ways to not get robbed, ways to not get a pit pocket, like ways to actually enjoy what you're doing there because you're not stuck letting someone else do all the planning or you just didn't have enough, felt like you've had enough say in what you're doing. Those are all these different things that you can't predict the future. So you can't just make overarching statements that next time is always going to be just as bad or worse. You could have other ways there's always other ways to make it better or to at least make it not suck as much especially when it comes to things that you have to do like you have to interview no one likes doing them but you can make it better than the last time and you can make it so it doesn't waste your time for one because you're going to interview to get a job so you don't want to waste your time but partially too when it comes to interview you are interviewing the company too like you need to figure out like do i even want to be in this atmosphere does this the dynamics of the company actually work for what i want is there like enough inclusivity is there enough freaking coffee in the place whatever you need to have the wherewithal to remember that the next whatever happens in the future is going to change and nothing's ever like set in stone nothing's ever going to be exactly the same as it was before so those are my my five steps, my five ways to help work through overthinking because I do it a lot, especially because I am alone a lot. Even when I'm doing my podcasting, there are so many things that I overthink of. Am I even breathing right? Am I making too many noises? Is my voice even sounding decent? Is there, Did the microphone pick up that random noise? Like all these different things. I'm overthinking. And there's other ways for me to make it better, make it easy for myself. Like I do have, um, I do write out like notes and everything else. I can't script myself because you can, you can definitely tell when I'm scripting, but having notes makes things easier. You can definitely tell some of my episodes where I did not have any notes because my thought process, my, everything I said just kind of went off into random directions and I circled weirdly and kind of came back this was actually pretty easy. I can get through it. I can get done. And what I say is actually helpful for you guys. And that's what the whole point is. It's just to do better in life. And so I hope you guys can actually have a little bit better time in life 
to not overthink because we all do things wrong. I mean, not not always bad, but things that are not not great and how we can do better about it without overthinking it and not actually wasting our energy with all this overthinking because we could be doing better things with our time than just rehashing something that went awful. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the introverts bubble or courageous creativity.